Hi, this is Varun Haran, Associate Editor with Information Security Media Group in Asia. I have the pleasure of speaking with Tom Scholz, who is Research Vice President at Gartner. And we're going to be discussing a very interesting topic today, the first 100 days of a CISO. What does a new CISO have to do in the first three months at his job? And he's going to share some recommendations for security practitioners to pick up on. In addition, we'll also be talking about how to articulate the business value of security to the management. Hi, Tom. Thanks for joining us again. That's my pleasure. First question, of course, is about the first 100 days of a CISO mm -hmm. on the job. How do you approach this topic and what can you share with our practitioners in terms of what they can do to make their jobs easier? A very good question, Varun. Uh, I think the important uh, thing to remember is that the that honeymoon period that you have as a new leader in the security function in an organization, those first three months or so, can go past in a blur. And you can be overwhelmed by a lot of initiatives, a lot of input, a lot of people that want your time, maybe some people that don't like security, etc. And your key objective in the first three months is to establish credibility. You really want to establish that platform of credibility that, that you can leverage off for the rest of your tenure as the Chief Information Security Officer. And we therefore say that you probably need to focus on three key things. The first one is to establish and maintain relationships with key stakeholders and key influencers. So really focusing on who the people are that will influence your role and the people that you can leverage in order to communicate your message and your ideas. The second one is to articulate and communicate a clear vision of where you want to take the security program. And that's very important in order to get those key stakeholders and the influencers on board. And then the third one is to also focus on a small number of key projects. And we talk about identifying the five really critical key projects that you must address and deal with in the first 12 months of your tenure. And out of that, identify the two that you will be able to either complete or show meaningful progress during the first three months of your tenure. So, so focus on five and then really execute on, in the early days, execute on, on two of those five projects. Right. You know, what you hear very commonly is that, and not just for a new CISO, for any CISO, is that they have to wear multiple hats, mm -hmm. which is not just as a practitioner, but also as somebody who is selling marketing security mm -hmm. to the mm -hmm. executive. Mm -hmm. So what are the challenges that you find there? and How can practitioners do this better? Because traditionally, they're more uh, technical mm -hmm. kind of guys. So how can they educate themselves to be able to speak with business better? Uh, a key part of that is trying to avoid technology language mm -hmm. as far as possible. Mm -hmm. so one of the recommendations we give to people is that it might be a good idea to go and have communications training. That in essence will teach people or remind people of what the basics of effective communication are. And then for example, when it comes to things like executive level presentations, a key tip is to actually get somebody from within the business to act as a, basically act as a guinea pig, something that you can use as a dry around so you can test your presentation against that person and then get that person to give you feedback. It's almost like you're, you're asking somebody from the business that will listen to your first draft of the presentation, listen to your key messages, and then they will help you translate your messages from the traditional security-specific speak into more business language. Okay. So it's really using your practice runs with business people to help you translate from techno-speak into business-speak. Okay. So when we talk about the first 100 days mm -hmm. of CISO on the job, what are some of the key challenges that you see that are very common across the globe? Some of the common mistakes <clears throat> that people tend to make blame their predecessor for things that have gone wrong and that, that tends to set a negative tone. So avoid blaming your predecessor for any problems. 
The other big problem we often see is that people tend to focus a lot on the technical aspects and then forget the, the, the people and process aspects of security. As the new security leader, you should make sure that you remember that all security controls and, and effective security consists of or, or is based upon a balance of technology, people and processes. And then thirdly, I think it's the one we alluded to earlier, is trying to do too much in the first couple of months. It, it's all about focus. Okay. Last interview we had with you, we spoke about articulating the business value mm. of security to the management. Now, mm. in the last year, management has gotten increasingly sensitized, especially at least in the Asian region. You have board level executives talking mm-hmm. about security mm-hmm. now. So what has changed and how do you take that conversation forward? How do you articulate the business value of security? Yeah, again, that's a good point. Varun. The, we, more and more of our clients are telling us that it's not so much the issue of getting financial support uh, from the business uh, because of the, the high level of publicity around cybersecurity, etc. I think the, the next phase of the discussion is now around digital business, which really means that more technology initiatives now being driven from within the business. And the security function now really needs to become an enabling function. It really needs to help the business and the people in the business that are adopting technologies like the Internet of Things in their digital business applications. It's how to provide that kind of support that will enable the business to become a lot more digitized, enable the business to become a lot more versatile and flexible, while at the same time helping the business to understand what the associated risks are. So it's that evolution of security becoming more of an enabling function, but now also in an environment where the business is actually taking the autonomy and taking the lead in how they use technology. All right. So final question, you know, you spoke about how uh, security now needs to be an enabler, Mm -hmm. take a more strategic role in the organization, Mm -hmm. right? But traditionally, a lot of organizations have had the CISO reporting into a CIO, which is an Mm -hmm. obvious conflict of interest. That's changing in mature organizations, but there are still many that still delegate that function within Mm -hmm. IT. Mm -hmm. So... What is the basic problem with that kind of a setup where you have security within the technology function? Well, there's a couple of issues with that. The first one is is the obvious uh, compliance one. So from an audit perspective... and a compliance and governance perspective, people want the CISO function to be outside of IT so that the CISO is not under undue influence of the CIO. But the other two issues associated with it as well is the fact that if the CISO is within the IT organization, it perpetuates the, the myth that security is just a technology problem. And secondly, it also usually means that the CISO function is relatively low organization and, and typically does not have the level of authority that that role probably requires within the organization. So would you say globally, does the CSO finally have a seat at the board or is that still a myth? It's not. It, it happens in some instances, uh, certainly where, where technology is a key enabler and key part of the business. Uh, I don't have exact statistics for it, but it, it's not that common yet. Uh, however, we find that in those organizations that do have security teams, about 45% of them uh, and higher in certain verticals of them, the CISO function is now outside of IT. But usually, certainly not at a board seat level yet. Thanks, Tom, for speaking with us. It's my pleasure, Varun, as always. Thank you. That was Tom Scholes, VP of Research at Gartner. For ISMG in Asia, this is Varun Harun. Thanks for listening.